Welcome to Southside of Wakanda podcast, <laughs> where your favorite MCU MCU movies will be fulfilled. <laughs> will be discussion. <laughs> Do it like it's your B day, baby. Do, Do it like it's your B day. Do it like it's your B day. <laughs> Oh my God, Jocelyn. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Hey, y'all. This is the Southside of Wakanda podcast. We are Paprikash for the Teenage Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ant-Man's little flittering heart meeting Captain America. <laughs> oh, stand moment. Mm-hmm. This is our Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We are two best friends who discuss the MCU movies, TV shows, new releases, and everything Marvel movie related. If you're not a comic book fan, but you love everything Marvel, this is the right spot for you. Right now, we are rewatching the film in phase release date order, and today's episode is about Captain America Civil War. Yes. So this week, we have another email from Carl. Hey, What's Carl. up, Carl? He says, on, a- on the Ant-Man episode, when you were talking about Hope's haircut and outfits, <laughs> it made me think about how in the comic books, uh, Janet Van Dyme is a fashion designer, so maybe she got that from her mama. She got it from her mama. <laughs> anyway, it brought to mind a question. Who do you think has the best, coolest costume in the MCU, and who has the worst? I'm going to let you go first. Okay. There's so many good ones. Yeah. I, I have, like, a few. I, I just picked two. But okay. they were I easily could have had, like, a top ten. Yeah. Easily. Um, but the two that I picked were Valkyrie mm. and Hella. Oh yeah, they both have good costumes. Yes, Hella with the like when she does the hand thing. motion. Yes, I'll be like, yes, bitch. <laughs> you you better stress their ass out. Yeah. You better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your best? I got Cap's Infinity War look. Okay, that was definitely on my list I too. I brought pictures because. Oh, that's daddy with the beard. And I never noticed like how tattered it was, but I think that just makes it better. Like, let me see. At the top, it has like it's worn out. Like that's kind of like an artist look, but in the movie, it has like kind of like holes in it. Like he's been through some shit. And you know, I feel like that's kind of symbolic too. And you know, obviously he doesn't have the shield because at the end of Civil War, mm-hmm. he left it with Tony. But it's almost like he's not. Captain America yeah. anymore. You know, he's not like that he's the idealist rogue. exactly. He's not yeah. like the idealist of like, oh America's so great and patriotism. He's just like, I'm here to wreck some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also saw this week's I think this is fan art. So the Captain America stealth mode costume, which he never I, wore. Yes. You tagged me in that TikTok and I was like, bro. I was like, oh, we needed that. Honestly, <laughs> th- his Uniform should have been black anyway because yeah. the bright blue was quite conspicuous. Yeah, and then well, finally Killmonger's uh, yes his costume. Yes, especially since I saw like Michael B. Jordan uh, design that after like one of the Dragon Ball Z characters. Really? Yeah, because he's really into like anime yeah, and stuff. And I was just like, that's cool. It looks really good and I like how his uh, costume is not like all black like it has that blue and the orange and mm-hmm. stuff looks looks great yeah, what are the ones that, that you was, hate? That, honestly there's only one Okay, and it's not really a uniform it's a machine Iron Patriot oh that is 
terrible. It was so bad. It was abysmal. Like, <laughs> we get it. You're American. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, do you have to be so damn gaudy? Oh, my God. It was yeah. tragic. That was bad. Honestly, like, I couldn't find any of that. I'm like, yeah, this is terrible. Like... I, I mean, there's some, two. there's some that's just underwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. Like Ant Man is just underwhelming. Or, yeah. Uh, it was another one that I was thinking. I was just like, it doesn't. It's not giving, but it's not yeah. bad, you know. Especially Ant Man's first suit, mm-hmm. you could tell that he's wearing somebody else's clothes because mm-hmm. it doesn't really fit his body that well. Yeah. What's so, your worst? I have everything Scarlet Witch wore before her Wandavision like final look. I just was yes. never impressed. Oh my goodness! I think I might have. Um, I might have. In the first, in Age of Ultron, she just had on like a skater dress and a like a jacket. I actually really like that outfit for like a regular person. Yeah. Yeah, but I actually made that note um, in this movie. I was just like, they couldn't give her some like type yeah. of like tactical wear or like something that makes a little bit more sense. But mm-hmm. you know what? I was doing a little research on the wiki mm-hmm. and they were saying I'm gonna try and find it but they were basically saying that it was on purpose mm. it was kind of like mm, she doesn't really like fit in just yet mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and find it but they it was a it was on purpose that they did that okay yeah I when I saw her costume at the end of uh WandaVision I was just like oh my god like she has arrived the queen is here. <laughs> yeah, I really love everything about that. Like especially like the headpiece, mm-hmm. and she looks really good. And it's not super like booby because I know like she had that complaint. Like she hated having cleavage being shown just as a person. That's just like her personal personal preference. Right. So it, it looks like they finally listened to her. Yeah. So I found it. It says that. Um... Maximoff's costume was relatively casual and more clothes-based than superhero-based mm-hmm. um, since the Russo brothers believed Maximoff was not a full-fledged Avenger yet. Mm-hmm. So they did that on purpose just because she wasn't really with the team yet. And I know, like, at the end of Ultron, they gave her that, like... The outfit was still bad. It was more superhero-y. I hated, like, the pants because it just looked like Mama got on leggings. And I was just like, absolutely not. Like, her crotch looks weird. I hated that. But in this movie, like, I still don't even remember, like, if she even wore that. Like, it just wasn't memorable, whatever she had on. No, yeah, I think she had, like, a red jacket on, but it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't leave a a mark on me. Then the other one I hated, my final one, was Captain America's uh, The Avengers suit. Yes. Because, like, the one he had in his actual movie was fine. Mm-hmm. And then he got, like, this bright-ass Halloween costume. That is very spangly. Yeah. I, like, the jokes hit. Yes. <laughs> when Iron Man was roasting him, <laughs> the jokes were accurate as hell. <laughs> so, thank you, Carl, for that email. Thanks, Carl. Let us know your guys' uh, favorite costumes or most hated costumes. I would love to see those responses. Yes. Okay, so... Our icebreaker. Um, so after, well, actually, you know what? The icebreaker is like dealing with the movie. So let's do the news first and then we'll do the icebreaker. Um, okay. So MCU news. Captain Marvel 2 has begun production or filming. Uh, and then I also did not know that Nia DaCosta is uh, the director of this movie. Really? Yeah. I was like, how did that get past me? So... <laughs> 
I'm even more excited to see what this movie is going to be like now because I feel like she's the first black female director of any Marvel movie that, that we've sounds had. about right. Yeah, so that's dope. Can't wait to see Candyman. Hopefully that comes out soon, I think. I don't even know the release date anymore. I don't know. COVID done messed everything up. That movie was supposed to come out 10 years ago. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we don't know too much about this movie. We do know that Tiana Paris's uh, Monica Rambeau is going to be in the movie. She's so beautiful. She is. She's fine as hell. Um, And then Miss Marvel is going to appear in this movie because it's, it's coming out after her uh, Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. And um, as of right now, the release date for this project is November 2022. And Sam Jackson is also confirmed to be in this movie. Ooh. So that's exciting. You get to see old Nick Fury again. Yeah, old ball head fell. Mm-hmm. Um, another piece of news I found. I don't know if this is real, though, but it is interesting to think about. Allegedly, Scarlett Johansson has been approached by DC and offered a role. I don't know how I feel about that. The shade of it all. I know, right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I believe it, but I wouldn't be mad at it. No, it's just like, I wouldn't be mad at it, but the thing is, I just feel like DC movies don't always land. Mm -hmm. So, I would hate for her to be, like, switched to DC and then be in a movie that's just, like, not good. Yeah. That's the only, that's my main concern. And that's why I don't think that it's real. I, I just don't see... Not that she would have any type of loyalty to... Right. Um, to Marvel, because there are, especially, like, in this new um, Suicide Squad movie, there are a lot of actors that were in, like... Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and I think it was mostly Guardians of the Galaxy actors that were in the Suicide Squad movie mm-hmm. so it's not like they owe Marvel any type of like loyalty right but I don't want her to be in a bad movie yeah I was thinking that too like if she does it hopefully it's like the right project because James Gunn actually did a really good job with Suicide Squad mm-hmm. I like this one way better than the other one mm-hmm. this is probably like if not the best, second best DC movie that has come out. But uh, if she is to be in it, they haven't said like what role they're thinking about, but I would like to see her as either Batgirl or Poison Ivy. I would love to see her as Poison Ivy. Yeah, see her do something evil. Because that, it still is like in the superhero movie genre, but it's like switching it up. Right. So I think she would like that, like I know her personally. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't. Scarlet would just love that. Right. Um, so it was a little bit of drama this mm. week. I don't know if you saw that on TikTok and Twitter. But, you know, Marvel has really been pushing this What If Disney Plus show especially Captain Carter. Captain Carter has been every fucking where. And there have been a lot of, like, mixed feelings about it. So the director of the episode was, like, gushing over her and was just like, oh, my God, Captain Carter is so amazing. She needs her own TV show and movies. And people Mm. are like, she already got Agent Carter. Yeah. And it was good. So what are you talking about? (laughs) And Don't push it. Yeah. I... We'll talk about the episode, but I think I'm okay on all that that stuff that he said. Yeah, we'll get there. But, and then the other thing that people were mad about was that, you know how, like, they all have, like, Twitter accounts or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, Captain Carter took over the Captain America Twitter account, and, like, they left, so her at on Twitter is Captain America. And they were just like, so y'all just said, fuck Sam Wilson. 
because that's Captain America. She's not even right. fucking American. <laughs> First of all, yeah, she's not American, and it's not even like a main universe character. Right. Nah, see, what we're not about to do is try and play Sam Wilson, yes. aka Anthony Magdaddy Mackie, <laughs> like he ain't the shit. Okay, well, we that's right. what we're not about to do. Don't Just have me, don't Come have on. me roll up because I don't play about Bay. All right, right. I just feel like they have not been giving him the props that he definitely deserves. He deserves all of yes. the flowers, even in this movie, Civil War. Like he was a good part of the movie. He was so funny. So, he was funny. Yeah, he was like literally like Cap's right hand man. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So I'm str- I'm cool on uh, Captain Carter. That's not my Captain America. No. I don't know who the decision that was. Not my Captain. Was. Right. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so. Give him, give him his shit back. Give him give his, his shit. Back. Get rid of her. I don't need to see a Captain <laughs> Carter movie. I'm okay. I feel like people were like, she died in 2016. Will y'all let her rest? <laughs> For real. Let her rest. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Man, somebody was like, she probably got dirt on Kevin Feige or something. Like, what does Haley Atwell have over Disney? Because <laughs> they definitely is prolonging it. Man, like, ugh. can we just... I wish that Steve Rogers would have just fallen in love with Scarlett Johansson. Me too. And then he would have never did that fuck shit at the end of Endgame. We could still have Jamal in the movies. Yo. Love Sam Wilson, but they, they I'm going Jamal. They would have been such a beautiful couple. And they were, like, besties. Yeah. She, like, we'll talk about it. She, yeah. like. We'll, we'll get we'll, there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's enough of that. Um, also, uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, has been delayed until October. Um, this is not, like. This is not Disney. It's not MCU. No. But it's Sony, and it's still Marvel. Okay. <laughs> I saw... I forgot if it was... Damn, like, I don't remember what I saw this on. It might have been a meme mm-hmm. or something. And it was like... I like how when... Um, what's his name in the movie? Eddie? Mm-hmm. He's like, when he become like, you know, he gets taken over by, like, the little Venom thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, he just looks stressed out. And, like... <laughs> And he doesn't. He doesn't. Famished. He doesn't become like a superhero and look like way better and everything. It's yeah. just like he looks like shit the whole movie. He looked like he got three kids and he works sixty hour weeks. <laughs> His washing machine broke, so he just dirty. That's what he looked like. His tub broke like right. six years ago, and the landlord won't fix it. The lights out, so he got to like warm up water on the grill yeah. on his patio. That's what he looked like. <laughs> looks like he's just having a really tough go. He's having a tough go a of little it. little <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. That, uh, I saw that and it just cracked me up because you know sometimes people like become like a villain or they become a superhero <laughs> and they just look way better. Yeah. But no. I love that movie. I'm excited to see uh, the second one. I only saw it one time when it came out and I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I remember really enjoying that movie. And you know, Tom Hardy, if anybody can pull that shit off, that whole split personality thing, it's Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. He got it. He got and the he's chops. Like, he's an attractive guy. Yeah. But he looks so bad in the yes. movie. <laughs> like, they made him look so bad. Yeah. We, and should, I, we should rewatch that before this one comes out. I, I think we shall. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, and also Andy Serkis is directing that movie. I don't know who that person is. Um, Ulysses Cloth, Gala. Oh, him, yeah. <laughs> yes, I was just like, I love seeing him do things, and I'm happy for him. I think I knew that. Mm. Cause you remember when we were talking about how people—it's people that's getting a Marvel check and the Lord of the Rings check—and mm-hmm. he, I think he was one of the people that we were talking about. Yeah, he getting a Sony check now too. Mm-hmm. Get the, get the bag, secure the bag. Right. Um, and then the last bit of news is the uh, Moon Knight costume leak. So that's a Disney show, Disney Plus show that's gonna come out next year, and Oscar Isaac is playing him, which I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's pretty much it. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. I don't know who the hell Moon Knight is. No. But it's it's in the MCU. I'm going to be watching that shit. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me, let's do this, um, this icebreaker real quick. So, you know, this movie was really high stress for our Avenger friends. Mm-hmm. They went through a whole lot. At the end, what do you think the self-care routine is like for these specific Avengers that I'm going to ask you about? Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So, <laughs> Captain America, what do you think he did to de-stress and detox after this? Well, first, I know he took a shower because Jamal ain't dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal said he bathed on a regular basis. I don't know about the rest of you whites. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I think he did that. Um, let's see. I think he he probably to de stress. I think he went boxing. Mm. I think he did a little bit of boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran about a like ran a ten minute three three k five k. He's so fine. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, he probably went and got like a real nice haircut. You know, when they do like the steam. and Probably got his nails done Yeah, too. like a, a nice man manicure. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was thinking different. I was like, he probably went and just like read the newspaper on his front porch. Oh, uh, with a cup of joe. And got like a knife and whittled like a, a, a army man out of a piece of wood <laughs> oh from the oak tree. He is, a hundred, he is 100, 100 years old. Yeah, I was leaning into that. <laughs> okay, Hawkeye. Hawkeye just went home and, like, told his mom, oh, like, not his, his mom, mom. <laughs> his wife, like, I'm so tired of these motherfuckers. Yeah. He probably was like, he, and then you know what this bitch Yes, said? exactly. I was just about to say, he is that the person that goes home and tells his spouse all the work tea. Mm-hmm. He is the one that's just like, yeah, and then Captain America was keeping it a secret that his best friend right. kill his other best friend. I told they asked leave me out of that messy <laughs> shit. I told them they called me anyway. Exactly. And then, you know, he was like knocking down walls and building like, that's how he, he de-stresses. Right. I was he, either picturing, I could see that, but I was also picturing him like going into the wood for three days and just like hunting Katniss Everdeen style, <laughs> becoming one with the bow and arrow again. Right. <laughs> just is like I just need to not be around people right now yeah he needs to be in the void before going back to his family <laughs> that just reminded me of my favorite tiktok ever the one I'm always sending you which one hold on I'm gonna pull it up for y'all hold on this is this is the tiktok that exemplifies every uh introvert who has been in an extroverted situation for extended periods of time oh god damn shit <laughs> yes. I can't believe I talked to that many motherfuckers <laughs> 
if Hawkeye was a TikTok. Oh my god, yes. He I'm like crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> that shit takes me down. It's the fact that she got into the car. Yes. Ripped off her, her wig. wig. And opened a bottle of Ciroc. Like, they were stressing her the fuck out. And I feel like that's how Hawkeye was. Mm-hmm. He was like, y'all please leave me alone. Like, I was on a put, farm. Y'all keep putting me in the middle of this shit. Y'all been to my house. Y'all see right. how peaceful that was? Y'all want me to keep leaving? Fucking on my energies. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, Natasha. Okay. I was waiting for this. <laughs> Natasha goes to like a spa resort and yes. she gets the works mm-hmm. she gets the full body massage the clay mask yes. the uh, like you the butt the mud bath mm-hmm. like she does all that stuff and then she goes to her hotel room and she takes a nice bath and then she gets fine as hell and goes to dinner by herself yes because, absolutely because that's what i would do <laughs> Honestly, I pictured the same thing. I was thinking of this when I was driving over. And I was like, I know that she would just go get like a massage and a nice pedicure. Mm-hmm. Like she was just spend way too much money she was and spend, not care. Yes, like that is her luxury thing yeah. that she spends like hella money on. She will spend $1,000 on one massage. Mm-hmm. And, and then I could also see her like after all of that coming home and like getting wine drunk and like blasting Lizzo and dancing. That's what I did last night. No, look at you, Black Widow. (laughs) I was struggling this morning, though. (laughs) Okay, last one, Sam Wilson. Now, Sam Wilson, this is what my boo does. Mm -hmm. He comes home to me. (laughs) That's how he de-stresses. Okay. And I just rub his muscles, and then, you know, we just watch TV and I just like make him dinner. I make him mm-hmm. jambalaya because he's from Louisiana. Yes. So I make him some jambalaya and then we just cuddle and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. You're like, I was not expecting that. Wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> sure. I thought... And then Bucky comes over and we just all hang out. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? I know, I saw your face. Whoa. Whoa, calm down, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. That was a fun icebreaker. <laughs> that was really fun. I like that one. Okay, let's let's talk about this movie a little bit. It is so hot in here. It is. And the, I'm sorry, y'all, the air conditioner is running. That is the noise that you hear. And the um, fact that the air conditioner is on, I'm still hot, is really upsetting me and my homegirls. It's because it's humid. It's only 93 degrees outside in Arizona but it's so it's 52% humidity because it's a monsoon season so we are not moving but we're both sweating yes exactly (laughs) okay so Captain America Civil War came out in May 2016 um this uh opening was the fifth best North American box off opening of all time at in 2016 and it made 1.153 billion dollars Worldwide, billion with a B. Yes, um, and then on Rotten Tomatoes, they got ninety percent. Yeah, that's pretty good. We got Joe and Anthony Russo coming back to direct this one. They directed Winter Soldier and did a fabulous job. Mm-hmm. Um, when they signed on to do this movie, they had uh, an intention of making a largely. Um, the movie was supposed to be mostly based on Bucky and Steve's relationship. And just like pick up a few years after like what happened in the Winter Soldier, 
and just keep on along with those like political themes that are mostly related to Captain America's character. But by October, the studio ended negotiations with Robert Downey Jr. and announced that he and Chadwick Boseman would be in the film. And then a few days later, they announced that the movie would be Captain America Civil War. So basically, Kevin Feige went to the Russos and told them to adapt the Civil War comic book into the film and go ahead and add their little ideas into <laughs> it. But that was not their original plan. And I yeah. think you can like see that right. in the movie. Um, That's a little... Oh my god, I thought that was the front door. Me too. I was about to have a heart attack. And I was like, I know I locked it, so... I was really about to have a heart attack. Cersei being here scaring me. Cersei's in the closet, guys. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, but I feel like you can definitely... You notice that, because it's... One thing about this movie, it just feels like... It was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, guys. I'm gonna just condense my thoughts to that it was a lot going on in this movie and i feel like they could have condensed some storylines yeah basically yeah um so basically marvel and disney felt like it was the right time to introduce the civil war concept which they had been thinking about and planning to do for a while Mm -hmm. but they were trying to wait until like the characters were established or whatever and go into the fact that most of well a lot of the phase two movies dealt with like big world ending events Mm -hmm. and they felt that it was time to show the world's reaction to that but they also said like if negotiations with Robert Downey Jr. had fallen through then the movie would have been something completely different Mm. so and I know that's a big criticism of this movie a lot of people felt like there was way too much Iron Man in it to be a Captain America movie this is an Avengers movie yeah and people felt like they were cheated out of a Captain America movie basically it is I wouldn't say it's like Iron Man centric but mm-hmm. it definitely doesn't feel like an, a Captain America movie yeah it feels like another Avengers movie mm-hmm. um, so as far as casting I didn't really delve too deep into like who was gonna play who cause we only we really only got two maybe I guess you could say three new reoccurring characters so that was Black Panther played by Chadwick Boseman and Spider-Man played by Tom Holland. And then we also got uh, the Baron Zemo. And I did not write down the actor's name. But and he Martin got Freeman. Back. Oh, yeah. Sure did. Bilbo Watkins. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm like, it's Bilbo. Right. <laughs> so, instead of doing like we normally do, Shani goes back and does like character bios and stuff. We're going to talk about the Civil War comic book. Because we actually read it. We read a comic book, guys. Well, I listened to it because I have been spending way too much money on audiobooks. <laughs> like, I've probably spent, like, $60 on audiobooks in this past, like... Really? Past month, yeah. Through I, Audible? Uh, No, audiobooks. Because I had mm-hmm. a free trial, and mm-hmm. then I was... I just... Kept, kept buying going. books. <laughs> okay, that's dope. I want to get into audiobooks. Because it just, it just makes it so much easier. Because when I'm at work, I just I don't talk to people. I just listen to podcasts and stuff. So Mood. I was like, yeah. So I was just like, let me do audiobooks. So I listened to Civil War while I was at work. Mm. Okay. Um, You want to go over like the... The plot and everything. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> the plot of the series follows a framework storyline in which the United States government passes a superhero registration act 
Um, it's designed to have superpowered individuals act under official regulation, somewhat akin to law enforcement. So basically, they would get, they would be employees of the government. They would get a salary and benefits and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, however, some superheroes opposed to the act. So that was led by Captain America. They find themselves in conflict with those supporting the act, led by Iron Man with Spider-Man caught in the middle. The X-Men uh, take a neutral stance, and Doctor Strange was like, don't fucking call me about this shit. No, I <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm above this. He said, I'm gonna pray for y'all, literally. No, no, <laughs> for real. And then, like, he, uh, oh, what was I about to say? God damn it. I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it. Was, like, uh, exempt. Mm -hmm. He wasn't really neutral. I think he was just exempt. And I think he did mention, like, whoever side I pick is probably going to win, and I feel like I shouldn't interfere. So. Yes, he didn't want to interfere with uh, the lowly peasants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Y'all regular asses. Yeah, he was like, the Sorcerer Supreme doesn't need to have any, you know, say yeah. in all of this. And the superheroes in support of the law, such as Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, and Miss Marvel, become increasingly a thought authoritarian mm -hmm. yeah I said that right <laughs> so basically they thought they was right they became legitimately like they were ruthless they were so ruthless yeah. I hated Maria Hill oh my god she was terrible yeah she was so terrible I um I, I would like to say that I kind of feel differently about the comic book versus the movie as far as the motivation for this and how it was supposed to go down because it started off with something that had nothing to do with the Avengers. At all. So it was the school bombing mm -hmm. and of course like when kids are involved for the most, unless we're talking about guns and gun rights, when yeah. kids are involved we have to go into action. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of America shade in case you missed yes. it. Shots so fired. <laughs> anyway, um, so at that point, they decided to like do this, and it was the United States government versus superheroes versus all of the world nations versus a, a small group of superheroes, and mm -hmm. I think that that makes it more logical because of the world one. No, the United States one, because, like, these are American superheroes. Mm -hmm. These are American incidents. This is our problem, so we need to get a hold of it. So that made sense to me. And it's, like, it happened. It was something that happened in America, so it only mm -hmm. involved the United States government versus right. what happened in Sokovia and other places. The whole world is like, hey, don't bring that bullshit over here. Right. And I get it. So I... I still mostly, though, agree with Captain America's side, though. Yes. So this was, a, um, this was like, a line that I saw in, like, the rundown or whatever that I saw online. It says, the other, um, those opposing the law on the grounds that, well, they were opposing the law on the grounds that it violates civil liberties and the protection that secret identities provide, and it puts their families at risk. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like... I wouldn't want to do that either. No, absolutely not. And in both situations, to me, I feel like they're both reactive instead of proactive. Mm -hmm. If you y'all don't have superheroes for how long? Right. And especially with the Sokovia Accords and everything, it's just like y'all should have 
had some type of like man after New York, y'all should have had some type of statutes in place. Mm-hmm. But y'all wanted to wait until the whole world got mad, and it was just like, oh yeah, like you know, it's almost like y'all trying to save face. Yeah. But it was late. It yeah, was it was. Late. It was too little, too late. Like yeah. it, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then also in the um in the comic book, they were put in all of the people that opposed it, opposed the uh, law, and that broke that law in this. The negative zone. In the negative prison. zone prison. Yeah. As if, like, literally somebody, I think they compared it to, like, a concentration camp, like a labor camp or something mm. in the comic book. And I think that's a little extreme. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. Like, where else are you going to house, like, people with enhanced abilities? But that was so, it was just very you extreme. Just kicked them to a whole other fucking universe or dimension, wherever the fuck the negative zone is. Exactly. Like, wow. Yeah, it is a little extreme. I don't know. I During this whole thing, I had like a lot of conflicting emotions. Me too. Because I felt like if a school had got blown up, especially because they were like filming a stupid-ass reality TV show, yes. it was so dumb. Mm-hmm. I would be upset as a parent, and I would want some regulations. But as somebody who might get mugged, and a vigilante is the only person that might give you a shot at some like justice Mm -hmm. like you're torn in the middle because after you do like all this damn paperwork and like oh like i don't know the good thing about having a vigilante is that they can just act yeah they don't have to wait for all the proper channels like a warrant yeah they can just do what they gotta do right and that's like what makes them helpful exactly (laughs) because otherwise you could just call the police like and they ain't gonna come. Right. And then two, I'm not gonna say it was not I'm not gonna say it was dramatic, but people blame superheroes that's trying to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, well imagine if there were no superheroes and then like Thanos came. That Thanos. <laughs> Thanos Stannis. Thanos. Thanos and Thanos. <laughs> <Yes>. Ooh. <laughs> Imagine, like, if Thanos came to Earth and there were no superheroes. Right. Because some of this stuff was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Or, oh, hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of, a lot to say about that. But, because, like, the, the, the school was going to get blown up regardless. Yeah. If they were right there, or I'm just even in this movie, like, some of this stuff was going to happen, and it wasn't even the Avengers' fault. Because mm-hmm. in the comic books, like... There's way, 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 way more enhanced humans and superheroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it, it does make it a little bit different because you have all these people like all across the nation during that doing their own things. Yeah. So anything can happen. But in the movie, you got like what, ten people that are usually all together. Right. Or not doing anything at all. Like, cause what is Ant Man and Hawkeye doing? They not like out fighting crime like Spider Man. They in the fucking they, house. Yeah, they chilling. Right. With their family. So like the Sokovia course and all that was like very like I think it was kind of blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the conversations that needed to be had were not happening. And that was that's one of the things that irritates me the most about this movie. Like what? Like, well, I don't know if we wanna like mix Oh them, no, no, we can talk about it. I'll talk yeah, I'll bring it up. Um And I also feel like this uh, you know, it was almost like they were trying to like 
corporate make like make superheroes corporate and I was like this mm-hmm. is the beginning of Vought yes I thought about the boys I literally that's here. all yeah. I kept thinking about was mm-hmm. this is gonna turn into the boys and you're gonna have these like superheroes that are I don't know like celebrities celebrities yeah yeah and shit not like now that I'm thinking about the boys you don't even really see that much crime fighting no it's like it's all staged mm-hmm. it's all like sanctioned like okay if there's a there's a mugging happening right now so you're gonna go and save it versus like whoever's in the area or how like things will organically happen yep and then a lot of like the plot of the boys is corruption inside of that organization mm-hmm. so it, it's not superhero business anymore no yeah there were no super villains they should have just watched the boys exactly (laughs) they would have known this shit wasn't gonna work exactly wow um oh another thing i wanted to say was that a lot of the heroes in the comics weren't available for the mcu movie um so that includes the fantastic four the x-men storm hercules she hulk punisher and daredevil and like a lot of other people too it was a legit war it because was, it was man. like 50 on 50 it like, was it everybody was, yeah it was everybody and it was people getting killed <laughs> right people was coming out of nowhere black panther even like at first he wasn't gonna be involved mm-hmm. but then he was Him like well storm were in it yes and that's i'll put that on our um our instagram, instagram. stories mm-hmm. it's like oh the queen is here yeah storm could have watched all of them but we we're not gonna talk about that i know <laughs> and then thor was dead in this one Allegedly, yeah. I don't know. They I mean, had cloned him. And yeah, he he was the one that killed um, Robert Goliath. Yes, Goliath. He lasered through him. I was like, damn. Yeah. Wish, I wish he could have did that in uh, Infinity War. Would have saved us a lot of uh, strife. I know. That's one of the things I like about Thor, though. Like as the movies progress, he gets more and more powerful. Mm-hmm. So I cannot wait to see Love and Thunder. I've already said that like seven times on this show, but I'm excited for that movie. (laughs) I'm excited for all of them. I'm like, I'm excited to see where they go with the stories and everything. Yeah. You want to start talking about the movie? Yeah, ma'am. Okay. So we are going to just go through this plot from the, the wiki. And it starts off in 1991 with a, when a brainwashed super soldier, James Bucky Buchanan Barnes, I love saying his whole name. I do too. <laughs> is dispatched from a Hydra base in Siberia to intercept the automobile carrying a case of super soldier serum. In the present day, approximately one year after Ultron's defeat in the nation of Sokovia at the hands of the Avengers, Steve Ross, Natasha Romanoff, Sam What'd Wilson, you call him? What'd I call him? Ross. Steve Ross. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking about General Ross, like bitch ass. <laughs> Steve Rogers, Natasha, Sam Wilson, Maxima, ugh, Wanda, you know her name. They stopped Brock Rumlow, who is supposed to be Crossbones in the movie, mm-hmm. from stealing a biological weapon from a lab in Lagos. Um, Rumlow blows himself up, attempting to kill Steve Rogers. And then Wanda Maximoff telekinetically diverts the explosion, but she accidentally destroys a nearby building and kills several Wakandan uh, humanitarians in the process. Okay, so let's talk about this fight scene. Okay. Because Captain America was juiced the fuck up. Yeah. He was... He kicked everybody. Yes. (laughs) And I'm just like, did they give this dude an extra shot of the serum? Because... I feel like, but like, th- maybe it's just like in the Captain America movies. 
that mm-hmm. he just like kicks mad ass. He he is. That's the best version of him that we ever see is in his own movies. I agree with that. Because like, yo, I was like watching it and I'm like, this dude is fucking everybody up. I felt like <laughs> the whole scene. Oh, first of all, I wanted I did write down that um that scene showing the Winter Soldier. I want to see that movie because that movie looks really fucking cool. Like a Winter Soldier movie? Yeah. Like, I, I've also said this like 7,000 times. I want to see Bucky being bad. Yes. A whole movie of that. Mm-hmm. But, so the last time that we saw, like, these people on the team was at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, and they were training and stuff. And I think, like, this first sequence of the movie really shows what they've been working on, basically, because they actually work and communicate really well with yeah. each other. And a lot of the members like uh, Wanda and Falcon they like have better tech and you can see like she knows how to use her powers more even mm-hmm. though she, like she has a long ass way to go and then I did write down Captain America was kicking the shit out of everything and everybody because yes. he kicked the car into a person yes and so like he's not skipping leg day y'all <laughs> dude I like he was like I don't know. He's just every movie he gets better with his shield too. Mm-hmm. Like he just like bounces it off of things to hit every fucking body, yeah. and then it comes back. I'm like, oh my god, he was. I like to say he was juiced up. Yeah, the whole movie, <laughs> start to finish. <laughs> and I also think like maybe in the Captain America movies, this can be said for Natasha too. I always feel like her best fight scenes are in his movie because mm-hmm. like I think. In Avengers, we did see a little bit of her. But she was fighting aliens. Right. And then Iron Man 2, when she was fighting, like, that hallway scene, that was cool. Mm -hmm. But this scene was way better than that. Dude. Yeah. Both of, like, she she was putting in work. Mm Mm-hmm. Little Mama was putting in work. She was. And then... I said, oh, yeah. I was like, dude, Romanoff was piecing those dudes the fuck up. She was. (laughs) She was. And I said, oh, I put that that's probably one of her best fight scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In her little trench coat, which was cute. Yes. And her, her lips. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl. She's like, I'm going to get five, but cute. Right? When you got a date at 430, but you also got to kick some ass at five. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I also love, like, the camera work in this scene, too. Like, when yes. she was chasing the guy through the crowd, mm-hmm. how they were following her, and she was just, like, jumping off the She shit. did some, like, Black Panther move yeah. almost because she, like used her hands to hop over something but like her legs were in front i was yeah. like bro you are an animal she was going crazy yes so she, i feel like she's probably like one of my she's she might be my favorite she's very underrated mm-hmm. and um, people don't be trying to they be disrespecting her and all like that right so after the whole like little explosion thing this is where general ross uh comes in his name is thaddeus ross i girl i've did not know that. Thaddeus? I thought his first name was General. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> so, okay, after this, he shows up and tells the Avengers that the United Nations is preparing to pass the Sokovia Accords, which will establish a UN panel to oversee and control the team. And so the Avengers are divided. Tony supports the oversight because of his role in Ultron's creation and the Sokovia uh, devastation, 
while Rogers has more faith in his own judgment than politicians, and I'm we with, know why. I'm with Rogers. First, that's the first thing I want to say mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm pretty much like anti-government. I'm not anti-government. I think it's necessary, but I think people put way too much faith in politicians who only have their own agendas and everything. And yeah. if it's a if it's a corporate company that's put in that's lining politicians uh wallet and pockets and everything Mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna do you're gonna be serving their interests not what's the best interests of everybody else so i think that captain america was on the right track definitely and it's like y'all other people have not watched the other avengers movies huh exactly obviously y'all have not talked since the events of captain america uh, winter soldier because then you would know the fucking government is always up Mm -hmm. to some bullshit exactly they were the main ones on bullshit yeah and then ross got is one to fucking talk because he was the like legit the villain he got a lot of fucking nerve i wrote that general ross has a lot of fucking nerve calling the avengers dangerous when Um, he was the one that sent his whole crew into a damn slaughter he was the reason that the hulk was created bruce banner didn't really know what he was doing right but general ross did he knew that he was trying to recreate the super soldier thing and then, like, the whole, like, you're trying to find him. He's the reason that Harlem got fucked up. Mm-hmm. But then nobody said nothing about that. And then he went down the whole list and started naming, like, Places. New York, D.C., Sokovia, Lagos. But I was just, like, all of them were just sitting there accepting that shit. Mm-hmm. And this is why I couldn't have been in that movie. Because I would have been like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, tell the whole story. Wait a minute now. New York was not their fault. Honestly, it was S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fault. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff on this list is S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fault. Yep. Because Thor said in that movie, like, y'all fucking with the Tesseract is what turned the shit on Mm -hmm. and let everybody know that it was here. Exactly. Because it had been on Earth for, what, thousands of years or Mm -hmm. some shit and nobody knew. Exactly. And It was like y'all was working on it Mm -hmm. and y'all was trying to make weapons on it. Mm -hmm. Well, with it, so now all these people starting to come because they're just like, oh, well, they, they ready for this ass whooping. Right. And then if anything, like, the Avengers are the reason that that situation didn't go way more left. Okay, and I wanted to t- uh, touch on that because it was a scene prior to that um, when Cap was talking to Wanda and he says, we try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody, but we have to find a way to live with that or maybe next time no one gets saved. Mm. And that is 100% true because it's just like okay imagine if there was no well I guess if there was no Avengers Sokovia wouldn't happen if there was no Tony Stark Sokovia wouldn't happen period but okay like Rumlo was trying to steal like a biological weapon mm-hmm. what if that would have gotten released and right. they weren't there to stop it and way more people would have died so it's almost just like and it sucks to think, think and that this was way. Hydra with S.H.I.E.L.D. let grow back to S.H.I.E.L.D. exactly yeah and I think it kind of sucks to say this, but like sometimes like a handful of people got to die to save millions of people. Yeah. I mean, somebody because, got to be on the front line. Yeah. Because like, okay, Ultron was trying to basically turn Sokovia into a meteor. Mm-hmm. And if it would have gotten hot to um, high enough up, it would have destroyed the entire planet. Mm-hmm. So... But they can't even, like, be mad at the Avengers because S.H.I.E.L.D. was about to nuke New York City. Like... Exactly. Y'all were gonna kill all of New York. Exactly. Just to get... Just so these little aliens 
And them aliens wasn't even shit, really. They were. When you think about the National Guard could have handled their ass. <laughs> if they would have got that fast enough, exactly, they could Exactly, but they were it. like, you know what, we're just going to. Yeah. We're just going to blow the whole island up. As much money as we put into the fucking U.S. Army, the Navy, the Girl. Marines. I don't think the Chitauri had enough people for us. I'm sorry. I don't think that they did. No. <laughs> so. And I, like, yeah, it was an attack in New York, but I feel like it's not like they were only going to stay in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you put all the armies of the entire world together, plus the Avengers and their superpowers and everything. Yeah. They could have handled it. Yeah. But instead, you know, the, the Avengers handled it in with like two, three hours mm-hmm. versus it being a whole fucking war of the world. Exactly. So I think a thanks is in order, mm-hmm. especially since it wasn't their fault. Then the events in DC, which he mentioned, that was also not the Avengers. That was S.H.I.E.L.D. That was S.H.I.E.L.D. And Hydra yeah. and the U.S. government's fault for letting Hydra grow in their organization. Mm-hmm. Cap. Then America, again, helped save millions of lives by getting rid of, rid of those boats. Yeah. Then Sokovia was all Tony. Tony yeah. and Bruce. Yeah. Lagos, that was still S.H.I.E.L.D. Because that was Hydra. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, the math ain't math in General Ross. Exactly. And he did, he did mention, he's like, the world owes the Avengers an unpayable debt. But he's like, he thinks that they're dangerous because they don't um, operate. Well, because they ignore sovereign borders and they don't they don't care what they leave behind. And I'm like What about the Iron Legion? Exactly. Like Tony has he has been trying, okay? Yes. Cause he didn't have to really do that shit. He went they he destroyed a building but he bought it. <laughs> exactly. It was his. He could tear his own shit up. And then at one point Rody throws out he's like Ross has a congressional medal of honor, but I'm like, I feel like that's a weak defense. Especially because once you uh well you know once you get to like um captain america oh falcon and the winter soldier and stuff mm-hmm. john walker had medals yeah like, and his ass was crazy nobody cares like that was just a weak defense like oh and then i thought it was funny how he he just did not bring up the fact that tony got the president kidnapped in iron man 3 everybody just forget that happens but that fucking happened that is true yeah Tony is the worst. I think that he is the one that should have. <laughs> it was. It like, should have just been Tony signing the court. Yeah, honest, it was honestly, o- it was only him. <laughs> and then another thing that pissed me off about this whole conversation that they were having is that they were like, "Oh, where's Thor?" And he was like, "If I misplace a couple megaton nukes, da 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 da." They all knew where the fuck Thor was, though. Yeah, he told them mm-hmm. at the end of Age or Age of Ultron. He was like, "I'm leaving to go find out who is getting these Infinity Stones." And also. Mind your fucking business. Right. He is not from Earth or the United States. Say he it is to from, his face. He is from Asgard. Right. He is a god. He's not even human. He does not owe you an explanation. And you not gonna fight him. So and he, who gonna be his ass? <laughs> right. Who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> who gonna check me? <laughs> so after this whole conversation, I think that was the thing that irritated me the most because it just seemed like people were putting shit on the Avengers that they, they didn't do and none of them said anything about it and it's just this elephant in the room that Tony is the most dangerous Avenger and nobody is talking about it but anyway yeah. meanwhile Zemo is tracking down 
He tracks down and kills by uh, Barnes, Bucky Barnes' old Hydra handler and stole the book containing all his trigger words to activate uh, the Winter Soldier. And at a conference in Vienna where the Accords are supposed to be ratified, he he starts some fuck shit. Mm-hmm. So this is where we first meet T'Challa. Chatty Daddy Bozeman. And his daddy. And I wanted to say something about this moment. I don't even think I wrote this down, but it really stuck with me. That you don't really get a lot of their relationship before his dad dies. Mm-hmm. But you do see them share this moment where he touches his face. And it's just like a very intimate moment that we don't really see between fathers and sons. Especially black fathers. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, they love each other. Mm-hmm. And that was all I needed in order yeah. to feel sad that his daddy died. Yeah. That is, that's actually a really good point. Like, you don't, you obviously don't get that much of a backstory or mm-hmm. that's, you know, you meet, meet him and like five minutes later he's yeah. dead, but that was a very intimate moment between them. Yeah. And then I also wrote down that Natasha in her um, skirt suit reminded me of speech team meetings. Oh, yes. And her low, sensible heels. Yes. <laughs> also reminded me of my time on the student board in high school. Standing in those little auditoriums, the curved auditoriums. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is this is familiar. This is familiar. Um, <laughs> when um, after uh, T'Chaka is killed, and then um, Natasha is talking to T'Challa, and he's you know kind of talking about like the their afterlife beliefs and everything. Mm-hmm. And Natasha says that sounds very peaceful, and you know what came into my mind. But you don't get there if you're euthanized. (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkles. Oh, my God. The office, (laughs) for those who don't know. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, Here was something else I was going to say. Oh, so before the explosion, like, T'Challa and now we're having, like, this little conversation. And I think he mentioned something about him, like, kind of being on the Accords... For like uh, political reasons, but you could tell he wasn't a hundred percent like with it. Yeah. Same as in the comic books, like he was really like, I'm not getting in the middle of that shit. That's on y'all because I'm finna do what the fuck I want to do. Exactly. He's like, I'm a king. Y'all are peasants. Right. Y'all do that little shit, whatever. But I think he probably was on board with it because he don't want nobody coming into Wakanda doing shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's like. If I need to do what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. And that happened. Because immediately after his daddy died, all of that shit was going out the window. Yeah. He was like, I'm killing him. I don't give a fuck where he at. <laughs> he getting this free smoke. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And I think like, because in the comic books, he was on Team Captain America mm-hmm. at, towards the end. And I think the only reason he was on Iron Man's side in this movie was because Bucky was on the other side. Yeah. And he thought that's who killed his daddy. But then once he found out that that wasn't the case right he switched right he took it he was like you know what i just came here to kill who killed my dad yeah i don't care who it is they were fighting to the death and he was like that's none of my business <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't about to help or nothing he was just sitting in the cut like dang that's crazy right it's, well we'll get to it but at the end he was just like so this is what you wanted like they you know they getting there beating each other ass <laughs> You out here <laughs> listening to voice messages like what the fuck? Oh my god! Yes, oh my god. that's so funny. 
Um, it was something I forgot to mention. Oh, okay. So I think like after this is when they um had their conversation amongst each other, and Vision had this whole like very logical speech. Yes. About like there's a correlation or causality between the Avengers and the things that have been challenging them. Yeah, he says that they invite challenge, which incites conflict, and conflict breeds catastrophe. Yeah. But I don't think it's 100% accurate because Tony, Tony, like it was all of the shit. His decisions have been the plot of multiple movies. All of the movies. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> like Jarvis, don't, you were there, babe. Like right. <laughs> You were there. You don't remember? You're supposed to be like all knowing. You don't know this. Right. Like you were in the fights right. with him in the suit. <laughs> you don't remember all this shit was his fault. <laughs> so... Okay, let, let me go back to the um, the Wikipedia plot summary. Where are we at? Informed by Sharon Carter of Barnes' whereabouts and the authorities' intention to kill him, Rogers decides to try to bring in Barnes, his childhood friend and war comrade himself. Rogers and Wilson track Barnes to Bucharest, another B, <laughs> and attempt to protect him from T'Challa and the authorities, but all four including T'Challa are apprehended by the Bucharest police and James Rhodes. So I was really happy that Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers are like the smartest motherfuckers in this movie Mm -hmm. because they were like, I think Sam might've mentioned it. Like we've been looking for this dude for how many years and he's never slipped up. Why slip up now? Yeah. And that's when they really started like putting the pieces together. And it's like, they were the only ones who thought about that. Exactly. Which makes no sense because first of all, if the winter soldier has been accused of like killing Kennedy and like all of this shit and y'all never found out, Mm -hmm. but now y'all gonna catch him on a security camera. Exactly. In a hoodie and jeans. Get the fuck out of here. There was, I can't remember where this conversation happened, but Sharon kind of says that she's like they wanted to make sure that they got picked up like somebody wanted to make sure he got picked up specifically by them by the CIA and everything Mm -hmm. yeah that was when they after this whole fight scene yeah yeah they were the only ones using their damn brains honestly Mm -hmm. but that um this movie I do have a lot of conflicting emotions about it but the action scenes in this movie, I never have any like qualms. They're mm-hmm. fucking good. This chase scene, so good. Every time I see it, and the the, the Chicago just jumps out of me mm. when I see Black Panther hawking their ass down on the expressway. Yes. <laughs> he was eating their ass up. They didn't have shit for him. They had nothing for him. He was like, and then the shit was so smooth. If somebody did luckily land a punch on my nigga, he slid like a uh-huh. fucking cat. And you know what I also noticed? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is heavy footed as hell. Yes. And he was just like jumping, crawling. And then they play and that little not making, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not making a single sound like, bro, he was. He was so fucking cold. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. at this point. We didn't know nothing about you, Paul. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody black. Yes. Get they ass. Yes. Get they ass. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Bucky was innocent, I exactly. Didn't care. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I absolutely love this scene. That is one thing that I love about this movie is like the action is top tier. And yeah. it honestly 
We'll, we can talk about that later. Never mind. Oh. Uh, when we talk about the ratings and everything. Okay. Um, one thing I did want to mention, during this whole chase, like, they was doing some wild ass shit, okay? Bucky was running. He snatched a motorcycle. A motorcycle and then whipped it around. And hopped on it and kept going. Bro. Did not miss a beat. I love it. When Captain America kicked that dude out the car, <laughs> he simultaneously kicked out the windshield she- while getting into the car. Yes. Then jumped out the moving car and kept running. Yes. I was like, oh, y'all, y'all is in rare form <laughs> they, today. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are killing it today. They ate their Wheaties that morning. Period. Um. Also, I was just thinking, like, you know, like, his grief, like, Black Panther, it's like mm-hmm. his grief kind of led him to make this move on Bucky, like, in broad daylight. Because if he didn't, like, I know he did not account for Steve and Sam. Yeah. And he didn't care. But without them, Bucky would have been. He uh, wouldn't have won. He would have been in the newspaper like, oh, we got him. Somebody got him. Yeah. He would have been gone. And also, he only be putting in work when he the Winter Soldier. Yes. That was something that I noticed uh, that I made a note on later on. But when he be putting in work and, like actually whooping ass he ain't Bucky he went a soldier (laughs) that's one of the things that kind of disappoints me about his character though because I I love that violent shit yeah I love to see him at his peak like with the knife flips and just Mm -hmm. work giving everybody that work but we don't really see that no more no because they took all the shit out of him I miss it they but he I mean I guess he a marksman because they always give him a gun yeah I mean he is still useful he's still very you know capable but that Winter Soldier Bucky hit way different. Yes. So when they were in the car. <laughs> what? My Google just be. Hold on. Apprehended. And uh, Sam goes, so you like cats? I wrote that down. <laughs> and then I, I put that uh, T'Challa Big Dick Steve. And he was like, as a warrior and a king, how long can you protect your friend from me? I was like, bars, my nigga. Oh, yes. my God. And then, he eviscerated them with that. Because yeah. neither one of them had shit to say after no. that. It wasn't no more jokes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, he was like, you can stay and get your ass beat. You can right. stay and get your ass beat. Either way, you're going to get your ass beat. Stay and get your ass beat. Stay and get your... Oh, my God. I love J-Wow. I'm not going to... What, what did she say? I'm classy. Well, you're going to get your ass beat. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh my Black goodness. Panther is the J-Wow of this situation. Yeah. And Bucky was uh, Angelina. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did write that down because I'm like, Sam is so funny in this movie. Like, people sleep on him, he was hilarious I, I in this movie. Him. I love him. So, um, where are we at now? I did have a, um, a note, but I don't want to jump ahead. So, they uh, they all get arrested, mm-hmm. and Mr. Rhodes, James Rhodes, is there to help, like, the op he is on the inside. I fucking hate him. No, I don't. I don't know why I said that, but he definitely be acting like the op. Yeah, because sometimes like you might think he cool, he okay. your friend. He's definitely <laughs> yes, very much a military man, very much American government. Yes, That's him all and I'm the time. just like, bro, they don't fuck with you, right? You know what? With your black ass, exactly. <laughs> that should, that should be pissing me off. <laughs> okay, so. 
they um they get back and they got Bucky, you know, in this little cage thing. And then they have the psychiatrist come in to interview him and he starts uh he triggers a power outage cuz he's planned. Mm-hmm. He'd been planning this shit out. Yes. And he his plan did not miss. No. It was really like down to the minute. It was it was <clears throat> perfect. So he activates uh the winter soldier and tries to question him um on what happened on December 16th, 1991. And then uh he sends him on a rampage, and then Zemo uh, escapes. Sam does go after him, but he couldn't find them. Um, and then Rogers, uh, he ends up stopping by. He stopped ours, and, and then they snuck away. All I remember from that scene, honestly, is that the fight. The helicopter. Oh. But, well, before that. <laughs> <laughs> the fight scene, because everybody had to try. Tony in his little Tom Ford suit. He yes. Got, he got washed up real quick. Okay, Sam definitely needed to go to the blue tent. He needed concussion <laughs> protocol because he, he grabbed him, out of him by his chin and threw him at the cage. His back should have been broken. Oh, I'm like, you don't have a super soldier serum. And then, like, she, let the normies fight. Like, what do you think that you gonna do to these, like, this super soldier? He even watched uh, Captain America real quick. Yes. He threw his ass down the elevator shaft and just walked off. For real, I'm like, this was not a fight for regular humans. Okay. <laughs> even Natasha, I was proud of her because I know like the elbow is the strongest like part of the body so she was hitting him he was eating them elbows though yeah but she tried and I'm then, like this ain't Bucky okay no. this is the winter soldier this is not him he is totally different <laughs> <laughs> I think I have made a note about that um hold on hold on I'm sorry y'all I'm reading hold on let me pause. <laughs> okay that was for something later but what I was thinking was once again T'Challa was the only person that had anything for Bucky. For real. Even in the Winter Soldier state. And Bucky. He was. I, w- I actually made that note too. He was the only one that mm-hmm. was like. And Bucky dipped off on yes, him. Yes. He was like, I don't want no more of this. He's like, actually, I'm going to just go ahead and walk out. <laughs> exactly. And Steve called up to him on that helicopter and gave us the gun show. Oh my God. That is like my favorite scene of, of any Avengers. Of all time. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> And the way he was kind of feeling himself oh, a little bit while he was, he was doing it, he was like, oh, yeah, shit. I like that. You see these guns. Let me reposition it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my he God. Like, okay. that... Even Bucky, I feel like Bucky was irritated when he saw that <laughs> shit. Because he had to crash the helicopter yes. to get him away from him. Right. Oh, my God, girl. That scene, Ladywood. Man. It's... Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, it, it, nothing compares. No, not at all. But did you notice that uh, Cap almost got, like, Final Destination slashed by, like, the propellers? <laughs> yes. I'm like, bro. He was very lucky. Roll credits. Yeah. Cap is dead. Yep. That was it. Because I was like, oh, the, the front and the back, like, oh, my God. Mm. That so, was an amazing scene. And so then immediately after that, like, they crashed and um, Steve got him and then we see a bit of like what we saw at the end of Ant-Man in the yeah. post credit scene except it's a little bit different as far as like the dialogue because I think in the end of Ant-Man they were like call Tony but in no, this no they did say that in Ant-Man yeah but in this one they didn't say oh, that oh they cut that part out Mm-hmm. Huh. and uh he said um 
they were like doing the whole interrogating thing and figuring out like, like yeah he didn't do anything oh lord <laughs> when he's like uh bucky was uh like because they were trying to figure out like if it was like actually bucky or if it was winter soldier or whatever and bucky's just like your mom's name is sarah you used to put newspaper in your shoes and, sam, and he was like okay and steve's like all right mm-hmm. and sam is just like nah <laughs> wait 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 because my back still hurts <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness like sam is amazing he is so okay so after that whole thing um barnes regains his senses and he explains that zemo is like the real vienna bar- bomber and he wanted the um the location of the siberian hydra base that's what he was asking him about mm-hmm. and he reveals that there are other brainwashed winter soldiers that are being kept there in cryogenic stasis and he actually like we see that you know winter soldier is the shit but them motherfuckers they were on a different level they needed to be dead honestly because they were too it was ridiculous so um unwilling to help to wait for authorization to apprehend zemo rogers and wilson go rogue they recruit wanda maximoff clint barton and scott lang to their cause and uh with ross's permission Stark assembles a team composed of Romanoff, T'Challa, Rose, Vision, and Peter Parker to go capture the Renegades. And the Stark team intercepts Rogers' group at the airport where they fight. I love the scene where uh, Peter is introduced. Yeah. I have an improvised moment in that scene. Oh. Yes. So when um, he's in his room, well, Tony is in the room with Peter and peter is sitting on the bed and his leg is like sitting like he has his leg on the bed Mm -hmm. and uh tony goes i'm gonna sit here so move the leg (laughs) tom holland actually forgot the blocking for that scene he forgot that tony was supposed to sit down so that was actually robert downey jr telling tom to move his leg (laughs) but they both stayed in character oh that's nice (laughs) you're so talented yes one thing about this scene well, two things about this scene. One, I love how Spider-Man is introduced in the MCU. Yes. I love that he did not get the whole origin story I did movie. not want that. I didn't either. We've we didn't it. need it. We've seen we, it so we many times. We all know how Spider-Man was made. Like, you know, how he became Spider-Man. Right. We don't need it. We've had two live-action versions. If you've seen the, car- the cartoon from the 90s, like I have. I used to watch that cartoon faithfully. Mm-hmm. We we know how Spider-Man came to be. Same thing with Batman. We fucking know. Right. We get it. Yeah, you could just skip all of that. So I'm happy that they skipped it. And then I also like this part. Um, oh, yeah. And then I got to mention fine-ass Marissa Tomei. Yes. She out here aging like Jennifer Aniston. Like, you, you could tell they use lotion. They probably do. <laughs> Especially, I think Marissa Tomei definitely uses lotion. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, not too sure. I mean, she was the spokesman for Avino at one point, so I would hope she was at least using it then. Right. But they both look really good for their age. I think it's so cute that everybody's just like, damn, you're see fine. Right. <laughs> like, I'm in all the movies. Um, so that's cute. And then I also um, wrote down what Peter said about being Spider-Man and having his abilities. Mm-hmm. He said... 
when you can do the things that I can, but you don't, and then bad things happen, they happen because of you. And I wrote down, like, isn't this the same thing that Steve was saying when he said, yes. what if we need to go somewhere, but they don't let us? Mm-hmm. So I don't. And I feel like kind of, like Tony kind of made a face, like his reaction to what he said was like, Mm-hmm. Along the lines of what you're saying, like, he was basically like, yeah, but now we can't even do that. Yeah. You know? I feel like Spider-Man would not have been Team Iron Man. If it, he knew the full story. Yeah, and he did it. And that's the big issue that I have with Spider-Man's inclusion in this. Because it was all, like, manipulative. It was. But even in the even in the comic book, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, look at all the stuff I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. Be on my team. I'm offering you this. I'm offering you that. Yeah. But then once, you know, once all the glitz and the glamour and all this stuff, you know, was peeled back and Peter was actually like looking at the situation for what it was, he was like, yeah, I don't agree with any of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they would have included that, included more of like that aspect he probably would have came to the same conclusion. Yeah, and it's clear, like, from the airport fight that Peter had no idea what was going on. Yeah, even he was like, I think Captain America has said it. He was just like, there's more stuff going on that you don't know about. Yeah, he just, if it wasn't... He he admired Tony. Yes, that's what it was. It was like a fairy godmother. Like, he Mm -hmm. was starstruck. Mm -hmm. Like, shit, if Beyonce came to my house and was like, just show up here at 3 o'clock and be my friend, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I'll be there at 245. <laughs> I'll be there today. Like, right. I'll be there yesterday. Right. <laughs> so it was just very unethical, especially since, like, he is a kid. Mm-hmm. He was in, like, high school. Yeah, he's a child. A, a literal child. Like, the whole thing was weird. It's, it's giving grooming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> grooming for the Avengers. He definitely did that. So, um... Yeah, so yeah, at the fight, uh, what what did, what did you think about this fight? I enjoyed it. Uh, I think the fight earlier in the movie was better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at this point, none of them wanted to actually hurt each other. Mm-hmm. So pro- that's probably why it wasn't as good. Because usually when they're fighting, they're fighting villains. Right. So it's like, I really get the... I. I felt that they were just trying to like, come on, like, don't make me do this. Yeah. Type. Even especially like what the part that hurt me the most was seeing Clint in that fight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're still friends, right? They well, wasn't she, even she, fighting. Yeah. They were just like play wrestling or whatever. But mm-hmm. like none of them wanted to actually hurt each other. Yeah. And that's why. And you could, t- I could it, tell. Exactly. And that's, I feel the exact same way. Because it, it was it really wasn't I mean I guess it technically is a fight scene, but the at the end when they was they was trying to kill each other. <laughs> it turned left. Yes. Yeah. But like this scene, it was just like Tony was basically pleading with Cap, like, please, like, just let me just come with me. Like we can make this better and all this stuff. You know, they still wanted to he still wanted to kind of salvage the their relationship and friendship and everything but on his terms exactly yeah i i wrote down that i like i just love how black panther is just quietly better than everyone in the movie Mm -hmm. especially during this fight 
like when Clint was like throwing arrows at him, he was just catching, catching him, him. Like, would you get the fuck out of my way? Yeah. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Exactly. <laughs> right. Your regular <laughs> ass. You even got powers. You, Leave me alone. Exactly. Like that's all you do is shoot arrows. Like, bye. You're not right. Worth my time. I liked the quips between Ant Man and everybody. Mm-hmm. I also really liked uh, the little bit that we do get between Sam and Bucky. Yeah. It's just foreshadowing to just. A beautiful relationship oh my god okay so when they were running through like the inside of the airport and then here comes spider-man mm-hmm. and sam is like talking shit it just reminds me of how um sebastian stan and anthony <laughs> mackie are always talking shit about tom holland yeah <laughs> i love i've mentioned this on the podcast before I love watching their interviews together. Me too. It is. They're so fun. It is one of the simplest pleasures in my life is to watch them just be themselves with each other. Yeah, for sure. I love it. So the fight uh, pretty much goes on until Natasha uh, helps. Well, she allows Rogers and Barnes to escape. Mm -hmm. And she does this by like shooting tasers at Black Panther. And I was like, bitch, you real brave. Yeah. You real fucking brave. You was really relying on y'all friendship because that could have went real left for her afterwards. Yeah. And this is what I was going to talk about earlier is like, she has such a good friendship with Captain America. Mm-hmm. Well, not with Captain America, with Steve Rogers. She has such a good, like, and that's, she was like, I'm not about to fight y'all no more. Yeah, she was tired. She was like, ain't nobody finna, I'm not finna do nothing to y'all. I think she accepted that fact. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I'm really not finna kill none of y'all, so you might as well just go. Right. Whatever. And one of the things that they were saying, uh, I think it was probably like the Russo brothers or something, that said this but they were they were saying that her head was with Tony mm-hmm. and like cause it she was agreeing with him but her heart was with Captain America basically like and it makes she, sense obviously like she was a spy so I'm sure she knows like the things that the government wants you to do all the time is not the best course of action but she's like it's a necessary evil so that's why she went with um with with tony Mm -hmm. but in her heart of hearts she wanted to be there for steve yeah and i think that and that's why she showed up to the funeral which i thought that was really sweet Mm -hmm. and it really like cemented the friendship that they had from the last movie yes um so after they escaped uh uh vision accidentally shot roadie and so he fell and became par- partially paralyzed. Um, and then the rest of the team was captured and detained on the raft prison. And Natasha went into exile and cue her movie, The mm-hmm. Black Widow. Exactly. So um, Stark discovers evidence that Barnes was framed by Zemo, late as fuck. And he convinces Wilson, who, he goes to the raft prison and convinces Sam to give him Roger's destination. And he doesn't tell General Ross about this. I love how he's continuously like gaslighting him. Mm-hmm. It, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> um, so he goes to Siberia um, and he forms a truce with Bucky and Steve. And they were all unaware that they were secretly followed by T'Challa. Which that impressed the hell out of me. Like, like I said, silently better than everybody yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that that's just how black people are. Period. Because like with all the technology that he has, he was not aware that 
T'Challa was following him in an airplane, literally right behind him. Yeah. So that was just that was amazing. So okay, they find the other super soldiers have been killed already by Zemo. Which, that was a big twist to me, because I didn't see that coming at all when I was watching no, it the first time. No, Mm-mm. I didn't either. And then, um, he he's like in this bunker thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, he really thought the fuck out of it. He, he thought did. everything. Yeah. So, he shows the, um, the footage of uh, Bucky killing Stark's parents, and... And also, like, why is there footage of this? Like, what what is this random camera right, on? Right, what random road, road. road. on? Yeah, I've always just been like... Why is there a camera there? I was thinking, like, I, they never say this in the movie, I don't think, but I always rationalized it as being either they were almost home and those were their security cameras or they were leaving, like, a shield base. That makes sense. And those are, like, shield... Uh, I, I, I would go with the first one because Tony says, I know this road. Okay, yeah. So maybe it was, like, one of their houses or whatever. And, and they have, like, they have, like, a drive-up driveway or whatever yeah yeah that makes sense so um what happens so okay so then they get into a big ass fight basically yeah and i um i thought about something well i i didn't think about something i kind of was like looking on tiktok and like seeing what people were saying about this movie and this guy on tiktok his name his ad is old geek adventurer and he had an alternate um ending for this movie because he he hated the movie he didn't really like the comics either he said that he felt like and obviously he would know because he read like a lot of comics we pretty much only i've read like one or two deadpool comics and then this Mm -hmm. so he said at the at one point in like comic books it was like you know people start picking their favorites and be like well your guy can't be my guy and then that started to happen in comic books like superheroes would fight each other and then it started being like superhero teams fighting each other. And then ultimately they were like, let's just have everybody fight each other. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he just felt like it was contrived and that's why he didn't like it. But he was saying uh, a different version of this movie that he feels like would have been better is if the whole, you know, first half happens, but instead of the airport fight, because Captain America had told, I feel like Captain America told him before the airport fight, like it wasn't Bucky. It's this guy, mm-hmm. Zemo, and there's some other shit going down. Yeah. So he says, instead of the fight, Iron Man believes Captain America when he tells them about Zemo and the other super soldiers. And then Iron Man agrees that, okay, if I help you get rid of them and we go on this mission as a team together, then afterwards you sign the accords. And this is like a give and take. Right. And then if Cap agreed to that, you know, they will all team up. And they would go after Zemo. But while they're there, Bucky's secret is exposed like it is. And then Iron Man goes after Bucky. But then Captain America jumps in to defend Bucky. Then Rhodey jumps in to defend Iron Man. Then Sam jumps in to defend Captain America. Then Nat jumps in. And then they all like end up fighting like that. Okay. Instead of the airport thing. So the airport thing doesn't happen because it, I mean I guess it was kind of unnecess- <clears throat> unnecessary because like we said like it wasn't a real fight. Yeah, they were not fi- like we didn't seen the way that Cap fight. Yes. in this movie he didn't kick not damn person. He did- <laughs> <laughs> if he don't kick you, he ain't trying to hurt you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I 
I I actually think that that I would have liked to see that. Yeah, I feel like this would have been like way more tense. It would have mm-hmm. felt like things have gotten out of control because I never felt that way with the airport thing. I felt like everything was very controlled and staged. And it was like cutesy. Yeah, like, and it was fake. Even Wanda said it was fake. She's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're pulling, pulling your punches. punches. Stop fucking playing. She yeah, was mad. She was. <laughs> she was mad. She was like, now you don't broke me out. Right. And told me to get my head out my ass. <laughs> I, was, I was watching uh, Real Housewives. I could be in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Even eating uh, paprikash or whatever. <laughs> whatever it was called. Paprikash. Paprikash. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they Every time up... I use paprika, I think about that scene. Like, literally every single time. A pinch. <laughs> the way that vision was, like, macking on Wanda Loki. Yeah. I was like, boy, you ain't slick. I know. Cooking for her. I peeped it. Walking through her walls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That sounded way dirtier than I, like, intended it to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Okay, so let's let's fast forward, because we still got to talk about what if. Okay, but, okay, one thing. Okay. I am willing to argue that Cap had a feeling like he kind of surmised that Bucky killed Tony's parents Mm -hmm. but I don't think he 100% definitively knew yeah it's probably like like an empower when 50 Cent said if they said he did it he did that shit that's (laughs) probably that yeah and I feel like you know in Winter Soldier they were getting a lot he was getting a lot of information and they kind of like mm-hmm. hinted towards the fact like cause they showed Howard Stark's picture and everything mm-hmm. and I like I feel like he had a feeling that he did that but I don't think he 100% knew and why, like what's the point in going to Tony like oh yeah I think this dude I think my best friend might have killed Tony Eddie like why go why if you yeah. don't know for sure like why even bring it up I wouldn't have said it either I, I probably wouldn't have said nothing like they're both your friends yeah okay yeah so that's just how I feel mm. so okay they they fight to the death or whatever mm-hmm. then you know uh, Cap and Bucky basically jumped on your man and yeah. at the end of the fight like Cap ended the fight my man's Bucky over there without an arm and Cap gonna I mean Tony gonna say that shield doesn't even belong to you my father made that shield and it get, it really gave me like I'm breaking up with you and I'm taking the TV and the bed sheets and give me my sweatshirt back. I'm taking the light bulb I want my pink shirt back <laughs> <laughs> I take all the forks when me and my ex broke up my family came and like we went to the apartment mm-hmm. and my brother-in-law was literally like is this yours is this yours <laughs> like to random things period <laughs> I probably didn't leave him no silverware. He's like, did you buy this? Good. We taking it. Take all the pots. <laughs> everything. Mm-hmm. This scene reminded me of um, First Wives Club when she's like, we thought we were supposed to be helping each other, not ripping each other to shreds. <laughs> they definitely ripped each other to shreds. <laughs> literally. They ape shit on each other and that really broke my heart. Yeah. But I did, I wrote down like Captain America should have been, he should have been like, your daddy ain't shit. And he made this out of stolen Wakanda vibranium. So fuck you and fuck Howard Stark. I mean, you're not wrong. And that's why I couldn't be a a hero. Because I would be talking shit. Like, if 
Yeah, I would have been a villain or anti-villain because if I know that I can kick a hole in your chest, you're not gonna just talk. You're to not gonna talk to me any kind of way. Do something safe. Don't talk crazy to me. Play, play, play in your own lane. Yeah, they they did right not giving us the serum. Mm-mm. Cause I listen, you would laugh because I let you be. I would. Tony would not have liked me. <laughs> right. So okay, movie is over. At the end of the day, your coworkers ain't your friends. Say no to coworkers. But yeah. So they all go, he goes into hiding, he breaks uh, the rest of the guys out of jail, and then Tony goes back and he's like helping Rhodey rehabilitate. Then I wrote, I wrote down, I would have always been Team Captain America because I feel like Tony would have left their ass in jail. Yes. Yeah. He They would have rotted there. Yeah. But... <clears throat> Cap, Cap was like, no, I'm not going to leave my friends behind. Yeah, and I thought that was dope of him. Mm-hmm. And, and he also, this cell phone comes back into play in um, Infinity War. He's just like, I love you. I know we can't be friends no more, but... Sorry I beat your ass. Yeah, you got a special place in my heart, so call me if you need me. Mm-hmm. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. And I also think Tony would have never did that either. No, he wouldn't have reached out. Mm-mm. Cap is honestly the bigger person, if we really want to get into that. Oh, Yeah. Um, so then we do get a mid credit scene. Steve takes Bucky to Wakanda and they freeze him until they can figure out how to deprogram him. And this is our first glimpse of Wakanda ahead of, the, um, you know, the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. And then the post credit scene is just Peter at home testing out his new Stark technology. And they say Spider-Man will return. Wonderful. And that is it for uh, Captain America. So we have to do our rating. How many Infinity Stones would you give this one? I would give this movie a four. Me too. I still believe in heroes. I I, like it way better than I liked Age of Ultron. I don't think I like it as much as I liked Ant-Man. Because I think we gave Ant-Man a four and a half. I think so. Yeah, so this I would say this is a four. And while there were things in the plot, like the whole Zemo thing... I get we had to like introduce him like for future for the future and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That whole like side thing was just kind of like, yeah, annoying to me while watching it. But it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal to like make it a bad movie. The action is good. The music in this movie was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The score, oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, and I think it's like it's always good to like be a little bit grounded sometimes because in a lot of these movies like we start dealing with like space and shit mm-hmm. and it's always good to just like be on earth yeah and dealing while. with like human conflicts and stuff like that yeah so um instead of our usual segment of what are we watching we're gonna talk about the first episode of what if today so basically as i was watching this i was like this reminded me of um the youtube page how it should have ended have you ever seen those Mm-mm. So basically, it's like an animated little short video, and they take like all movies. It's kind of like how you uh, do like the roll credits mm-hmm. thing, but they like if one thing would have happened, the end of this movie would have been completely different, and they like show you that. Yeah, that's essentially what this is. Yes. Yeah, so basically, <clears throat> um, Peggy decides to stay on the floor with Steve instead of like in the balcony, mm-hmm. and that was the part that created a new universe, and Peggy was the one that ends up taking the serum because it was basically a now or never situation. Yeah. 
And while this was entertaining, semi-entertaining, it was like so, maybe it's because it's a cartoon that it was like kind of unrealistic. She was just, I don't think it was unrealistic. I just didn't, it just didn't do much for me. Yeah. And I think it's because I just, I love when the girls get their shine, Mm -hmm. very much a feminist, but this is not something that I would have wanted to see. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't care about Peggy Carter. I just don't, I don't give a shit. I loved her in the first Avengers movie. I thought she was a badass, but I never liked her enough to see her own things yeah exactly i don't know people have said that uh agent carter was good i'm gonna watch it eventually yeah but i just no okay it this was the perfect episode to be the first episode Mm -hmm. just get this get it out the way yeah maybe the rest of them will be better i don't know it was just kind of like she was like way more bold Mm-hmm. She's like way bolder than Steve was. Maybe that's what it was just like. It's just like I don't know. It just doesn't didn't seem super realistic. And maybe it's because like Steve was like so meek, and he like really had this big transformation, mm-hmm. and she was always oh, a rock star. Yeah, she was always tough mm-hmm. and punching people in the face. <laughs> right, she was always talented. Like it really wasn't that big of a change. True, that is true. Yeah, I did like that they still fell in love and everything, and mm-hmm. that octopus reminded me of Watchmen. Mm. Do you remember that mm-hmm. when they like teleported a squid or something mm-hmm. to New York, and then it had like a the little frequency. squid showers? Yeah, it was like a it was like a frequency that uh, basically killed a bunch of people, and that almost happened in this. Mm. So it reminded just, me of Hellboy. You remember at the I've end never of it? Seen it? Oh, okay. So it was like they um, were trying to bring like this big octopus. It was like Nazi stuff in that too. And they were trying to conjure this squid from another dimension. Is Hellboy MCU? I'm not I MCU, but Marvel? I think that's DC. See, and Watchmen is DC too. Let me Google it real quick. But yeah, that's the first thing that I thought of. It's not the same monster, um, but I rem- it reminded me of that. Yes, yeah, so, um, hold on. Because in that movie, they found Hellboy SBC um, because they were trying to intercept Nazis who were like into the occult, and they were trying to open up a portal to bring a monster creature through, and it was like an octopus. So Marvel just stole an idea from Maybe, DC? Kind of. Well, I mean, they all stole it from real life, so it's not really stealing. Like the Nazi thing and the occult Nazi thing. Oh, I was talking about the octopus. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, Brittany, when did a giant octopus come around? Shit, we never know what they tried and failed to do. I know, for real. <laughs> That's true. Um, I liked that... Uh, the Watcher was introduced. Mm-hmm. The whole beginning of the show reminded me of like Rod Sterling in Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's he, the Watcher is Jeff, was voiced by Jeffrey Wright, uh, the guy from Hunger Games and Westworld. And I like his voice because I was listening and I was just like, this, I know this person. Who is that? And I Googled it and I was like, oh, it's that guy. So, um, and I also, I think, I don't know if this is supposed to be the same Watcher that we saw in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. 
it might be. I don't know who it, who it is, but we I think we saw like a couple different watchers in that little scene when Stanley was talking to them in his little af- astronaut suit. Mm. And then I thought it was like a weird coincidence because I I didn't really watch any of the trailers for What If, so I didn't know. Like I knew it was going to be like you know different changes and yeah but i didn't know that the watcher was going to be narrating it and i thought that was so interesting that we just read civil war and the watcher was, was in, in that it. yeah yeah it's like oh look at that look how things are just coming together i know right <laughs> so um yeah i thought that the animation was good mm-hmm. um i thought Hi- howard's uh iron man suit looked like obadiah's suit uh-huh. from the first iron man movie um, I liked how Bucky doesn't fall from the train and become the Winter Soldier. And there's a lot of references to things that happen in the actual reference. I mean, in the actual universe. So, like, Bucky is, like, apprehensive about the whole thing mm-hmm. because of what happened in the real in the real world or the real universe. And then he almost fell off the train. And when she picked him up, he's like, well, you almost ripped my arm off. Yeah. I'm like, wink, wink. Yes. <laughs> um, but then, like, Steve gets kidnapped. And I really thought that they were going to make Steve the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. But they just wanted the Tesseract, which they were using the power of the Iron Man suit, which was fine. I guess. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. that That's pretty much it. So, next week, I know it's supposed to be the Chadwick is Star-Lord episode. Which I'm just excited. I think they said that he's going to be in more than one episode. But I don't know. I don't really know like where this is headed. Like if they're all going to connect or what. Yeah, me either. I'm not sure. But it'll be a nice little adventure. Yeah, I mean, they are, they're so deliberate with everything that they do. That I'm just going to assume. Like I'm like how I'm assuming. And I, this might have been confirmed already. I just don't know that these stories are being played out. Because of what happened at the end of Loki. Maybe. Yeah, so I'm thinking that these are the other possibilities that happen once the timeline and, broke. Yeah, maybe they play a part as well in, like, Spider-Man and everything, too. Yeah, which we still don't have a trailer for. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that that is the end of our episode. We went a little long today. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys, but we had a, had a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> if you made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are the South Side of Wakanda podcast, and this was our Captain America Civil War rewatch. Next week, we'll be talking about Doctor Strange. Woo. Yes, so head over to our social media and give us a like and a follow. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.